hello and welcome to episode two of season two of Not So Random. And in this one, we're going to talk about YouTube, specifically machine learning, which you'll which we'll get to soon. Um, the algorithm, uh, COPPA, and then copyright. So uh, we've got a big one. And we've got some nice announcements. Bryson Garland is with me. That's my co-host. But let's just get right in to machine learning. The machine learning segment that's coming up is based um, on examples from CGP Gray's video about machine how machines learn. Machine learning is a very, very, very interesting thing to talk about because a, a difficult idea to grasp is that when when uh, programmers program an algorithm, an algorithm, of course, is just a machine designed to do a task, simple as that. There's an algorithm that decides what's in your home page. There's an algorithm that decides what's in the trending page. There's an algorithm that decides uh, news articles. There's an algorithm that decides. There's algorithms everywhere, 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 everywhere in the world. But programmers who program algorithms don't actually know how an algorithm works and that's that's what machine learning is so let's put machine learning into an example say let's say you wanted to have a robot that it would look at a series of photos that were either bees the animal or the number threes so bees and threes you wanted a a robot that could tell the difference between it right so how would you do that a human like when you look at a bee you think all right that's a bee how do you know that you just do that's just how humans work but a robot just can't understand that there's no way to tell a robot what a bee is i mean you can try to describe it like it's yellow it's got wings it's small and stuff but a robot just it's just unca- it's incapable of seeing it and so what a programmer does is they create a builder bot basically they create a bot that's only job is to create bots and it tries to make bots that tell the difference between uh, bees and threes. So let's say it creates a few bots, right? And then uh, the human creates a teacher bot. This teacher bot doesn't teach, because of course if it could teach, then the whole point would be over. But this teacher bot gives a test, like 10 questions or so. And so these three bots, whatever, they take the test. It's pretty much random, and it's more or less them guessing. And after this, the best, robot gets keeped and the other two get destroyed and then it goes back to the builder bot builder bot takes uh the best one that did the best and then tries to make more based on how it works and so it goes like this basically evolution builder bot builds robots those robots take tests best one is kept and the builder bot makes new ones based off this one all the while the human doesn't actually know how the robot can tell the difference between bees and threes now, instead of thinking of our small little example of three, B, uh, three, three robots and ten questions, think of more like millions of robots, a question with billions, a test with billions of questions, and <laughs> that's kind of that's how machine learning works. That's how an algorithm works. A human can give the program like instructions, but overall, the machine really is it's on its own. And that's been a lot of, that's been, that's kind of how machine learning works. And that's why uh, there's been, it's so difficult to create an algorithm that, uh, you know, works for the good of the people.
YouTube's algorithm, it's basically the thing that determines what you get, what videos are recommended for you. Stuff that comes on after autoplay and things. So YouTube's algorithm is really difficult to understand because we don't understand the machine learning. So it's hard to determine how they make those decisions of recommending your videos. So the, the, the people that program these bots for machine learning just give it some instructions, but it has no flexibility. And so it creates problems when recommending videos for you to watch. So in, before 2012, in like the early years of YouTube, there were so many problems when it came to how like people saw videos. So an example is, let's say you're a YouTuber. The only way you make money depends on how many views you get on your video you posted a few minutes ago. And if you have uh, like a lot of followers, chances are you'll get a few instant views from subscribers but what about the new ones who want to who, who you want to come and look at your videos how does youtube determine what goes on your recommended feed before 2012 all that mattered was how many views a video got they didn't like take into account like how many what what's your watch time or uh what what their interest it's just like how many views So this is how a lot of early YouTubers were able to like make it big because of the clickbait things. So like if their video, like just one video got so many views, they ended up on the trending page for like an entire day. And lots of people would come and be because they were recommended for them. So after tons, a, a lot of years of complaints, the algorithm was changed and watch time started to be taken into account instead of just views. Because, like, a huge problem, the reason click this type of click rate would happen is because when it talks about views, it doesn't take account watch time, like you said. And watch time is basically how long a viewer watches the video. So, for example, you post a video that's complete bullcrap. You know, mm-hmm. and so someone clicks on a video, and a few seconds in, they immediately go, "Oh no, this is not at all what I want," and they click out of the video. They just leave, right? Yeah, they leave immediately. However, the view still counts. So, for example, a video with a few million views, where half of those people are just clicking on it just because it ended up in their recommended feed, is basically how clickbait channels grew. And the cycle that uh, Zach talks about here is that, for example, you're a small YouTuber, but all of a sudden, one video however you did it, goes kind of viral. And basically, it goes onto a loop with the whole algorithm system that if you have a single video that goes on trending, it's gonna stay on there for an entire day just because more people are going to see it and maybe not enjoy your content. Let's say, you, let's say like PewDiePie, starting at the beginning, he posts a video which skyrockets his channel, gets a few million views, right? Goes into the trending feed, people go up on only what? 2% of the people that actually see it subscribe. However, only 25% of the people that actually clicked on the video watched the entire thing. Even though only 25% of the few million people that watched it actually stayed and actually liked the content, the video is still going to stay on trending because all it cares about is views. That's why YouTube's algorithm had to change. And... That's that's a that's basically a huge problem which is going on, 
right now because even though it's been changed to account for watch time and other factors, it still leaves proper like for example, I challenge you to do this. If you go if you like sign into YouTube or go on YouTube without an account, I guarantee you that over what 50% of the videos you see are going to be like night like uh, uh late night shows, you know, Stephen Colbert, SNL, uh Trevor Noah and uh James Corden. Like it's not true YouTube videos. It's basically TV that's come on. And the reason is just because uh, it's cuz viewers, people that are signed out that come visit YouTube will click on those videos and those videos will get views and even though they might not stay and watch the entire thing the video still gets on trending and that's that's what a huge problem is right now for YouTube and there's still people trying to fix the system but again with machine learning it's incredibly difficult to make a specific robot that can it's like self-conscious uh, not self-conscious but self-aware that can actively make decisions on whether this video actually belongs on a trending page or is just cheating the algorithm. So mm-hmm. that's that's more or less the problem with the algorithm today. So COPPA is the Children's Online Privacy Protection Act. That's basically it's trying to protect kids from under 13 from their data being sold. So basically how these social media websites work, like Instagram, YouTube, they take your data. So like what you like, what you search for, what you shop for, and then they sell it to other companies and stuff. So those companies can get information on how to appeal to people. And then those social media sites get paid for that. And so, but the government makes sure that that they're only allowed to do that for kids older than 13. That's why you have to enter your date of birth on the on like social media websites and things to determine if you're old enough to be able to have your data sold because if you're younger then what's the point of them having you on so um the thing is though youtube was taking kids data of kids under 13 they weren't supposed to so technically that was illegal so the um the ftc uh sued them the ftc uh is basically um the federal trade commission that's just protecting the U.S. people, the U.S. consumers and stuff. So they sued, the FTC sued them. And so the COPPA regulations basically say parents, not kids, companies, platforms, or content creators should be in control when it comes to information collected from children online. So the FTC did this big lawsuit against Google. And so now Google has to make their content creators decide whether their content is made for kids. That's why if you're on YouTube and you post videos, there's a little check mark. It's like, oh, is this for kids or is this for age 13 and up? So um, that doesn't exactly mean they can't get ads or monetized. That just means the ads can't be directed at the kid watching the video. That just means it has to be directed at the context of the video. So if a kid watches dinosaur videos or likes dinosaur toys or something, and then clicks on a video of a car or something, he won't get ads for dinosaur toys. He'll just get car ads instead. Or like car Yeah. And another problem with uh, COPA is like, for example, a YouTuber I watch, Matt Lown, does videos on uh, this game I watch, a game I enjoy called KSP. And it's a space flight simulator game which is quite complex and definitely would not be understood by children uh, 
pretty young. Mm-hmm. However, the game design is meant to look childish. It's created with these little Martian characters. Yeah, it looks it, it might the YouTube might the algorithm might consider it for kids because like the little characters in the game are look like, like minions or something. They, yeah, they look childlike, and so it creates a problem because this YouTuber is his channel is meant for older older people, and that's how he gets his revenue. But if he posts a video where uh, the algorithm deems it made for kids, and yet he said it's made for older than 13, his video will be demonetized and he won't make any money. Which is basically, it's basically if you're a YouTuber and you post any video, you're basically stepping on, a, you're walking, trying to traverse a landmine. You can't, you gotta, you gotta either make sure your video is ridiculously clean, or you have to make it dirty enough that it's older than 13, but clean enough that you won't get demonetized for having ridiculous for just having uh, things that YouTube doesn't want to see that violates their guidelines and stuff. Like the video game Doom. Any YouTuber who posts a video of Doom is demonetized. The game is too violent according to YouTube's the, guidelines. The guidelines. Yeah, and so it's it's it doesn't leave a lot of room for uh, creators, and this has of course made a lot of creators pretty upset because. It's basically, that's how you make your money. And if your money's being taken away because of community guidelines determining that your game is made for children when actually it isn't, then it's it can be pretty frustrating. And especially for content creators who make content for kids, they're most likely not going to get as much money as they used to because their videos for kids aren't getting the ads. Yeah, but because you can't have targeted ads, meaning companies aren't willing to spend as much on uh, advertising on YouTube because they're thinking, well, if if I can't get my ad to be targeted to a certain u- user, it's less likely they're going to see it and be appealed by it, which means there's not nearly as many as much point as me as me advertising on kids videos, which it's all it's all pretty bad for the uh, creator. Of course, uh, Susan, uh, <laughs> Susan uh, Waj- uh, Wojcicki is just sitting there on the top of YouTube throne with all her money. Who doesn't care? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and another and another real big problem is that these content creators probably just don't want to do this anymore because it's getting tiring. Mm-hmm. Overall, Copa. Copa seems like an outdated government system. It's it's down. it's it's a little. I understand that they want to protect kids, but like, what de- what defines what a kid content is or what isn't is a little 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 vague. It's very biased, and it's just it's impossible to make a clear decision, mm-hmm. which is just again stress not stress stressing innocent enough bad for the creators. All right, uh, so another thing uh, we want to talk about is uh, arguably what people might consider the worst part about modern day YouTube, copyright infringement. Copyright infringement is kind of ridiculous at the point that YouTube has taken to it. In today's modern society, like we learned in, uh, uh, if if you're taking Mr. Coleman's uh, class right now, there's lots of laws when it comes to copyright. And uh, unfortunately, YouTube has taken this to another level. For example, you cannot use any copyrighted music in your video. This will get you demonetized. Seems pretty logical, right? However, 
if you were to hum, for example, if I if I were to hum in my YouTube video a few seconds of a song, humming a song, I'd be demonetized, which is insane. Humming a like, imagine getting demonetized for humming a song. It's just it's impossible to get like, or uh, many YouTubers have found that music that was in the public domain has been uh, just completely it just got completely changed because a lot of example. a lot of people are now finding that fair use quote unquote fair use domain stuff is now really just very s- specific things yeah like uh, if you if you have an intro music for example you've been on YouTube for 3 years and your intro music yesterday was deemed was it was deemed as uh, copyright Every single video you have ever made with that intro, even though it might have been in public domain before, will now be completely copy strike and you will lose all money and all ads on anybody who ever views those videos again. Which is <laughs> unfair. It's it's really difficult. Like we've said. Yeah, and and the big companies, yes, they want to make their money too, but they keep going after these creators. Yeah, it's 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 bad. Like overall, YouTube at the moment in its current state is more it's kind of shaky. That's why you see a lot of creators moving to Twitch and Mixer and other online platforms because they're just a lot more tolerating. Mm-hmm. And so, well, it's because YouTube. I guess it's because YouTube is just so big now that they have to be sure to like comply with the people the big companies who want to make sure their copyrighted content is not being used and also need to help the creators along but right now it feels like they're more ignoring the creators well that's that seems more or less like the the point the points but then here's the cool announcement. The cool announcement is um, now partnered with uh, a YouTube channel, which is a little ironic based on what we're talking about. We've now partnered with a YouTube channel called LSRN. Life sucks, Life sucks right now, Network. And then um, run by Chase you Campbell. Check uh, you should go check you it out. Go watch check them out. Go just search up LSRN Network. It's pretty cool. They're pretty funny. And then that's our partnership. Yeah, and you should subscribe. Uh, look, look forward to next week. By the way, we post it on Sunday instead of Saturday. Uh, we don't know if we're going to stick to Sunday or move to Saturday. It'll depend on what, what other happens on uh, next week. So stay tuned uh, for next week and uh, hope you enjoyed the podcast. Yep. Good. All right. Good. Okay. Thank you all for listening, and we're signing off. Stay safe out there.